Thanks for listening to the Life Church Weekly Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Borg. For any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. Amen, amen. Good to see everybody here tonight. Everybody doing good? We're in the right place at the right time. This is a healing healing meeting tonight. So thank God the healer is in the house. His name is Jesus. And he's present among us by his spirit. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, let's go ahead and, and pray for a moment. Father, thank you tonight for your Holy Spirit. He's our helper. And Father, I ask that everyone would get it. Everyone would see it. Everyone would know and understand what has been done for them. Father, may each person know the mightiness of your power, the expanse of your great love for them. And Father, may each person understand and see healing as their reality. Cause them to see it, Father, I pray. Open their eyes. Open their eyes. May not one person have their eyes closed, their understanding darkened, but may each one walk in a revelation of light and truth and understanding of the realities of redemption and healing and freedom and heaven. Thank you, Lord. I trust you tonight that as we go that you, you, you direct our words and our thoughts and our actions to the end result that no one would be left without, that not a person would miss out on the fullness of your great plan and purpose for their lives. All the glory and all the praise to you, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Everybody ready for this tonight? If you're a Bible toter or an app user, do get those out. If you've come tonight, and go to Matthew chapter 7. If you've come, you're not accustomed to doing that. Maybe you're new around here. That's totally fine. Listen the best you can and, uh, and get some of these things. If you're, if you're here wondering if all this healing business that we talk about is for real, let me assure you, it is for real. <laughs> we are not playing games here. Uh, this is the real deal. And if your life is on the line, you're in the right place. Not because we're so smart or because we're, you know, special above everybody else, but not at all. I mean, the Lord loves us all and, and thank God for anything we have that's good came from Him. Uh, but at the same time, we have figured a few things out, yeah? And, uh, and, and my heart and my prayer is that you'll see that too. And I want to take a few minutes basically to explain how it works, all right? How healing will go right into you and change your body right here tonight while we're in the service, all right? Not later. I'm not talking about later on, not talking years down the road. Not, no, I'm talking right here, right now, all right? And... Uh, and, and 
why would we why would we think anything different like that? I mean, we're we are we are talking about God. <laughs> so he's kind of big <laughs> and good at stuff and really smart and nothing is too difficult for him. So we just we just need to understand how it works and then we work it. That simple and that easy. And, uh, and good things are a result. And at the end of it, you'll lift your hands and shout and say, glory to God, hallelujah, he's so good. But if healing ever seems difficult or out of reach, we've made it too big. We've made it too difficult. It's very likely that we are overthinking it and we're trying to get it with our head. Okay, God is not a mind. God is spirit. Okay, we don't, we don't contact him with our mind. We're not going to figure all of this out. If you are one with, with vast medical knowledge, for example, get away from that for tonight. All right? Why? In this, in this context with what we do, that's not going to help. It's just not. We're not going to cut anyone open with a knife. <laughs> We're not going to administer any drugs. And uh, if that works for someone, good. I just want people to be well. I want people to feel. But I'm not talking about that. That's not our expertise here. All right? What we know is the power of God. What we know is the person of the Lord Jesus who loves us so much and wants things to be well, wants, things to be, wants us to be helped. And, uh, and his, he's not withholding anything at any time. And so I don't want to overthink this and try to figure it out. I want to understand God and His ways and how He works and then just simply cooperate. Praise God. If, at, if, at, if, if anything, I mean the very worst, if I could get everyone to be out of reverse and out of park and minimum in neutral. If you're in neutral, I will push you. Yeah? Several people, we've got lots of help. We've got lots of pushers around. <laughs> meaning we're going to get you moving in the right direction so God can change things in your life. But best case scenario, you just get in drive and go along with us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In Matthew chapter 7, uh, I want you to notice the 13th verse, Matthew seven thirteen. It reads, uh, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Well, those are some pretty strong words, and, and, and should be of, you know, of concern if you don't know how all this works. Uh, that might seem like, well, man, What's the likelihood I'm going to find life? What's the likelihood I'm not going to be on the wrong path here if one is so narrow and one is so wide? Uh, would you say, if I were just to ask you in, in, in general, would you say that salvation is easy or salvation is difficult? I hear a lot of people saying easy, and some are not sure if they should say that because of what Jesus just said. And, uh, I, but I think about my own life. I think about how I came to the Lord, 
And I certainly, you know, I couldn't describe that as difficult. I wouldn't describe that as, man, that was hard for me to get saved. It seemed pretty easy. And what in the world is the Lord talking about here? Uh, well, you know, when I prayed and accepted Jesus as my Savior, I didn't even sweat, you know, <laughs> just received him and it, and, and it was done. Well, the way to life is narrow. There are not many ways, but many people attempt to get life and to get to the Lord the wrong way. If you try to uh, attain life um, your way instead of his way, it's going to be very difficult. If, if you try to obtain what he said comes only a certain way and you want to do it in your own plan, your own way, you're going to have a very difficult time because you're on that broad path that says, there's, you know, there's all kinds of different ways this can work and, and we can do it my way. Now, you're going to have a tough go at it, all right? Your pathway to life is very difficult, really. You might even say impossible. Um, but for, you know, for example, Jesus taught those who trust in riches. Uh, how many know they cannot get into the kingdom of God? Why? Wrong way. Wrong path. If you uh, approach the things of God like the Lord said, then it's not difficult. Why? You're on the narrow path. And so the difficulty or ease of getting to the Lord and also then receiving what he has for us all depends on our approach. If I do it his way, I'm cruising right on in. But if I've got some other method or some other wrong approach, then yes, it's going to be difficult. I might add this, if it's been difficult, I'm thinking wrong. If it's hard for me to get something from God, then I'm approaching it in an incorrect way. I'm on the wrong path. I need to adjust my, my approach. I need to change my thinking. I need to say, Lord, how do I get from here to there? Because I'm finding it difficult, and I know for certain you didn't intend for this to be hard for me. The Lord is not trying to keep people out of heaven, out of healing, out of blessing, huh? He's not trying to keep people away from, from financial uh, abundance. He's not trying to keep, keep people out of peace and out of joy, right? He is doing just the opposite. He is endeavoring to get everyone to a place where they can enjoy Him in His fullness. And all these things are included. So He wants everyone on the narrow path easily to enjoy life to enjoy his best, to receive from him. You might remember John 14, 6. Uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So again, when someone approaches the Father by Jesus, well, that's not difficult. If you approach the Father by you, hard Huh? If you're trying to be good enough, if you're trying to earn your acceptance or trying to earn your way in or be a, the best you can be, that's a difficult path. Why? That's not the path. Jesus said, I'm the way. He didn't say, you're the way. And don't we live life like that sometimes? Maybe we wouldn't say it that way, but we believe I'm the way. 
And every time we have trouble with something, we start self-analyzing, saying, I'm not good enough. Well, you're not. That's why you're not the way. <laughs> and people do that with healing, right? Well, I'm not what? I don't have enough. I'm not sufficient enough. I'm not good enough. You're right. So quit it. You're not the way. He's the way. And the moment we can get our eyes off of ourselves, being, finding sufficiency within ourselves, being good enough, being God-like enough, being holy enough, or being something enough, and we get our eyes over onto Him who is more than enough, then we're, on the, we're in, in the narrow path and life comes easily to us. Amen. Praise God. And of course, this includes the forgiveness of sins, uh, but you, you know this, when you understand salvation, when you understand the word life itself, it contains the fullness of God. It contains healing. It contains victory. It contains so many of, the, many of these other aspects that are really just parts of salvation. And you can see then why for some, they are quick to receive, quick to be healed, for example. I remember one particular woman who, if we were to describe her life and her manner of speaking and her, I don't know, just kind of the way that she would talk and so forth, she was a believer, but extremely carnal, okay? No, we would never say, do it the way she does, as far as most parts of life, <laughs> I would, this particular woman. But I'd noticed this because I had, on different occasions in services like this, laid hands on her for healing. And something that always stood out to me about this woman is that I, it was the easiest thing in the world to get her healed. I mean, I'd lay my hands on her, she'd have a problem, and she'd be like, woo, woo gone and she'd be you know doing all kinds of stuff and whatever ailed her and whatever limitation she had was instantly healed see I saw that multiple times and yet afterward I thought seriously you need to grow up really I mean just as far as maturity and holiness and I thought yikes you need to grow but I'm not following that but there was something in her that was right and I want you to see this in one, in one sense so you don't disqualify yourselves. Never disqualify yourselves. Ah, well, I don't have it. Listen, I've seen the, the, the biggest rascals get healed. Amen. I mean, seriously, if, if, if anyone didn't qualify, they totally didn't qualify. But that's okay because they're not the way. And you can take the most unqualified person. You can take an individual who has much learning and much growing to do and many problems in their life. And if they'll get their eyes off of themselves for a moment and say, Jesus, I believe you're the way. And they'll see him. All of a sudden, they're entering into the flow of God where he, he is, he get, it's his power. It's, it's his healing. And he gets the credit. And all we do at the end of it is say, thank you. Not, huh, did you see that? See what I got there? Huh. No, 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 no. See, that's the wrong path. He's the way. Say it with me. Say, he's the way. Yeah, yeah, he, he is the way. And healing can be just that easy for us as well. Uh, because of this reality, healing is. I don't mean healing is going to be. I mean healing is. Healing is a fact. It is finished by the Lord. It is already accomplished. 
Someone said, I just, I just really want the Lord to heal me. Good news, he did. He did. And healing today is more abundant than the air. I just wish there'd be some air in here. Dude, suck in. <laughs> there it is. It was there the whole, you've been holding your breath the whole time? You didn't think there was air? No, it's been here the whole time. When, when you accept that it is and stop trying to get it, you just enjoy it. There it is. And the air is working. Healing is more abundant than the air. Healing is a universal, eternal, God-declared, uh, Jesus-purchased fact. There is zero shortage of healing or body parts or anything of that nature. They are a reality in God. They are, they are as abundant as He is abundant, as He is eternal. Okay, there, there, there is no absence or lack. I, I want the Lord to bring healing to me. It's in the air. From the very moment that Jesus was raised from the dead, the atmosphere all around the planet, and I guess beyond, uh, the atmosphere filled with healing. So I don't even see it. You don't see the air either. <laughs> it's present. It's all around us. Let me show you over in Luke chapter 5, an example of this. Luke chapter 5. See, all of the effort on our part is simply to put ourselves in a position of resting in the fact that healing is. This is complete trust in God. If I need to work on me, fine, I need to work on me sometimes. Where am I trying to put myself? In a position of, of worthiness? No, 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 no. In a position of restfulness. In a position of, thank you, Lord. <sighs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Healing is. Jesus did it. You finished it. It's handled. It's done. Nothing else needs to happen. Thank you, Lord. It just is. I wonder how hard it was to get the per first person sick. I mean, for, if you were a demon and stuff, if you were the devil, the, get the first person sick on planet Earth. You know, back then, there was no disease. And God never created us to be sick or diseased or suffer. And, and, and sin came in the world, but, you know, I just wonder. I don't actually know the answer to this, but I bet it took a while. To convince someone that sickness was. Because the whole, all of creation and all of the human body was designed to work. Designed to function with perfection. With eat. It was just natural. It's the way the brain was wired. Bodies work. I mean, other than, uh, outside of that, like Cain killing Abel, you know... Uh, People lived a long, long time. It, took, it was very difficult to kill people. Very difficult to stop their life. Why? That's out of order. That's out of, outside of God's design. It was never his plan. I bet, I'm, I'm speculating here a little. I bet it took a while to convince someone that they hurt. Took a while to convince someone that oh, you've got a disease, you've got a problem. But once it got in the human race and in conversation and began to uh, 
you know, be instilled inside the thinking of individuals, then it became expected. It became normal. And now we're bombarded night and day with take this drug and take this drug and what your, this is not working and this and your mouth is dry and your, this aches and, and your eyes and your ears and your, and everyone starts looking at themselves and, yeah, I think I might have that. You know, and parents are the first sign their kid doesn't pay attention. Ah, yes, they've got a ADDH something. And, and, and people are very quick, very quick to embrace problem. Very quick when they have something about them to take concern and to get into fear. Why? They believe that sickness is. It just is, it's very easy to get. Very easy to have a problem. See how this is wrong? Listen, we're believers. God is bigger than all that. Sickness is, what? Healing is. We act like Jesus was not raised from the dead, victorious over all this. Hallelujah. Let's think, let's think right. Let's think like him. You find Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And and, and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier, to say that your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what had been, he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. <laughs> you know that's a problem with the human race when, when healing is strange. <laughs> and healing is what? Really? How many know for the believer we ought to think just the opposite? What? Someone stayed sick? I don't believe it. I mean, I'm going to have to see that. I mean, I'm going to have to have written proof and evidence of that. You got to, because, huh? Wouldn't that be a better way to think? Wouldn't that be right? Wouldn't that be uh, giving more honor and credibility to the things of God than to the things of this earth? Wouldn't he be pleased to say, oh, look at that. You see them? 
They think, they actually think I'm more powerful than the germs in the air. You know how people say, well, there's, there's, enough, there's enough stuff in the room here just to kill everybody. You know, enough stuff going through the air. <laughs> and uh, what are you talking about? There's enough God in here that that doesn't matter. There's enough healing in the atmosphere that it doesn't matter what germs are in, in there. As if a germ is more powerful than God. Hmm. But you find out that how this works is whatever you look at comes into manifestation in your life. And if all you see is germ and deadly and this is going to kill me and this is going to hurt and, and all this kind of stuff, that's your reality. Yeah. And if you've thought that way for a while, uh, you know, it, it really produces physical problems in your body. But that could, you could still change. You could say, I'm, I'm going to stop looking at that right now. I'm going to start seeing how big Jesus is. I'm going to start focusing on his mighty power and his great grace. And I'm going to start believing that the atmosphere of my home is full of healing. Huh? I don't care what's in the air. I mean, if I, you know, if I can't see it, can't smell it, not going to bother me because the glory of God fills the atmosphere. And His presence and healing is everywhere. Every time I breathe, I breathe in life. Not just natural, not just oxygen. I breathe in the life of God because He's the all-present one. He's everywhere. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus really did break the curse. He really did uh, break the power of the enemy over, over people's lives. But how, so how does this work? We see it and we know it. We need to understand that it worked, that it is that way. Then we act accordingly. Huh? In, this, in this house, maybe you've seen this before, but I think it's worth seeing again. Uh, amen. Uh, it, the, the scripture says here back in verse 17, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Do you notice that them didn't get healed? But it was present to heal them. Who got healed? Him. Them could have gotten healed, but him got healed. Right? In other words, there was this group of friends and the one person who needed the healing. They're the ones that recognized the power of the Lord being present. And they went and did whatever they needed to get him, you know, through the roof. And, and they're in, in, in front of Jesus because they recognized that that was more powerful. The power of the Lord was more powerful than the present condition in his body. The rest of them sat there and questioned. The rest of them sat there and observed and looked on. And, uh, and, but the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But they didn't get it. Huh? And so, here's the deal. Present power is not, a, not an issue. Present power is not a concern. There is no shortage. There is no lack. There is no absence of God. There is no limitation of His mighty hand and power. Nothing is too difficult for Him. We just need to recognize that it takes someone to see it. Someone must recognize that power and take it for themselves. These guys did. They said, hey, there's power in there. You know, on Jesus, there's power in there. Let's go get some. Well, everyone else said, hmm. And they question, who are you to forgive sins? They're always questioning, always questioning. Meanwhile, someone else walks right in and says, I'll take one of those. <laughs> and the paralyzed guy walks out. Amen. Amen. But uh, it, it's, up to, uh, it, it's up to someone to recognize it. You just see it, then it's available to you. The moment you see it, you can have it. When you see it, you recognize that it's there, 
okay, now it's, now it's accessible by you. You can get one or two or three, however many you need. You'll never exhaust it. You'll never run it out. What about someone else? I, I don't want to. There's plenty to go around. You being fully healed and having every prayer answered and all your needs met and life so happy you can hardly stop smiling is not going to take anything away from someone else. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And so, basically, you can see this, how this, how this works, is this is activated through words and actions. It was activated when Jesus said, rise up and walk, or take up your bed and go home, rise up and walk, and then, so that's the word, rise up and walk, and immediately he rose up. That's how you access the stuff that's in the air that we can't see. You say it, and then you do it. Jesus said, rise up and walk, and the guy immediately got up. I mean, you could back up and see beforehand. Well, what did they do beforehand? Well, the Lord was there, and the Lord is here. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. The Spirit of the Lord is present in the place. The Lord was there, and the people got there. They believed in it enough to come. Okay, those two things are already taken care of in this house tonight. Right? He's here. And we believed in it enough to be here. Yeah, what's next? Rise up and walk and get up and go. Rise up and walk, get up, and then immediately, immediately, immediately get up. That activates an unseen availability of God's healing for anyone at any time. You can just have it. But that's how it works. Amen. Let me show you one more In fact, don't turn to this because I'm going to read it from a funky translation. But this is is the way the things things of God work. See, faith faith is a rest. Uh, Rest from what? A rest from my works. It's a rest from my efforts. It's a rest from I am the way. I'm not the way. Jesus is the way. Uh, Stop trying to get it and get it. Amen. Stop trying and just get it. Accept the fact that it is. In fact, say that out loud with me. Say healing is. It's a fact in my life tonight. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. See, so you, 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 you access it as easy as that. As easy as that. You just gave attention and focus to something that is. You're not trying to get it to be. I'm not trying to convince God, please do it. Oh, please do it. Stop that. Stop that. Your heart might be sincere. You might really hurt. And I don't make fun of that at all. But quit it. Say, Lord, you love me. I believe that's true. You are powerful. Healing is here because you are here. Jesus was raised from the dead and he's alive. Thank you, Lord. It's a fact in my life. That's faith right there. Not looking at you, not looking at, are you worthy? Not work. No, 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 no. Acknowledging him. In Matthew chapter 11, this is the, the message Bible, 11, 28 through 30. Jesus said here, are you tired, worn out? burned out on religion, come to me, get away with me, 
and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. Do you like that? I tell you, that's an approach to a life where we're not struggling. It's a hard, difficult path. No, see it his way, and then, it's, then there's an ease to it. There's a rest to it. Perspective is what we need. Faith is about focusing on the right thing. I think we can all do that. So I just don't know if I have enough faith. Forget about it. Totally forget about that. And just put your eyes on him. And just look at him. That's when your faith is presently active. It gets activated by looking in the right direction. It gets, it, it gets, it gets stirred up when you forget about analyzing it and start to look at what Jesus has already done for you. The power of God as abundant, more abundant than the air. And so we're not trying to get healed tonight, but simply acknowledging that healing is here and taking it. If I told you attempt to take a breath, just try. You know, unless there's something wrong with you, you would think, what do you mean? Try to, try to breathe? I've been doing that all night without even trying. Yes. Yes. We want to be that spiritually conscious, that spiritually aware of heavenly things, that heaven is, is as material as things physical that we see in this life. Praise God. It is as abundant as the air, like I've said many times. And tonight, healing is that way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we access it by faith. We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you and have a blessed day.